welcome to my podcast. This is your host, Ray Lloyd, and this is All The Things. It has certainly been a while since I recorded my last episode, February, in fact. Sometimes I'm not sure how much time goes by, and then I look and I'm like, oh lord, I said I would do more, and to be honest, I just didn't want to, and there you have it. Part of me wanted to, but I wasn't inspired enough, and really I just didn't want to. (laughs) We're going to be talking about that today, so perfect timing, Ray, but um, I hope to want to record more, more often. I'd love some more five-star ratings if y'all are liking this. I see how many of you listen to this, and I'm like, why aren't they saying anything? I would love some feedback, but um, good feedback, of course. Good feedback, like any human, but neither here nor there. I wanted to talk to you about this thing that has been grinding my gears for a while now, and I finally found the right words to express it with. So here we go. Without further ado, I am in a unique position, not unique to the world, unique for myself. And a lot of people are in this position, but unique to me in a way that I never imagined being in this position earlier in my life. But at this point in my business, I am in a position where I am someone that people turn to for inspiration and motivation. And motivation is a lie that society told you exists. And you're like, what? And I'm just here to tell you, it does not in fact exist. It's not real. It's a fallacy. It's a fairy tale. It's false. It's something that society has given you for you to hold on to as an excuse for why you're not getting it done. I really want to lose weight, but I'm just not feeling motivated. I really want to work. I just wasn't feeling motivated. I really want to run a 5K. I just wasn't feeling motivated. Have you ever heard that or have you ever said that? Blink at me. I'm kidding. Oh, gosh. It is a lie that was fed to us so that we would feel better about just not doing it. I just wasn't feeling motivated, right? Motivation or inspiration, that adrenaline feeling, right? That's what I'm going to call it. It might be enough to get you started. Oh, I'm going to hire a trainer. I'm going to call that coach to help me lose weight. I'm going to post my first business post on Facebook. I'm going to attend that convention. I'm going to buy that workout DVD, whatever it is, motivation or inspiration, seeing that girl's hot body or seeing that person's paycheck or seeing something that gets you jolted out of your current reality into the desire for more, might, you might call that motivation. You might call that inspiration. And it might be enough to get you started. It might be enough for you to take that business card out of the bottom of your bag and finally call that girl who said that they could help you lose weight that you've been ignoring for the last three years. But I promise you, listen closely, motivation or inspiration or whatever fluff you want to label that flash of, oh my God, I need to do this, is not enough to keep you going. That immediate feeling of, oh my gosh, I need to make change, is not enough to get you up early every single day to go work out. 
You know it. I know it. Everybody knows it. It's just that some people are in denial and like to use it as a fallback. Yeah, yeah, I really wanted it. I hired them, but I just wasn't motivated. I mean, so many people say it and it is one of the biggest lies that we tell ourselves. So why is it that some people work out, get it done, get that six pack going, run that 5K, swim all the laps, buy all the gym equipment that they actually use. Other people hire a coach, lose the weight, get the pounds off, keep it off. Other people build that business that you're so jealous of that you talk down about because you just don't have it in you to do it. Yeah, I just said that. And you say it's because they're more motivated than you are. And that's actually one of the biggest crocs of BS that you have fed yourself or society has fed you for as long as I remember, because this was something I had to break myself out of because a lot of us say, well, I'm just not motivated today. Well, that's a crock of you know what, okay? The difference between people who get it done and people who don't get it done is that some people get it done. You want me to say that again? I'll say it again. The people who don't get it done versus the people who do get it done, the thing that motivates them, the thing, sorry, that separates them is not more motivation or more inspiration. It is just simply that the other group of people just does the work. They just show up. They just post. They just talk to people. They just eat better. They just drink their water. They just are more disciplined than you are, and you say it's a lack of motivation, and I'm gonna tell you that you're just not working hard enough for it. And at this point, you might be like, F you, Ray, you have no clue what I have going on in my life. And I'd like to let you know that I actually do because every single person who achieves something in their life did not get it easy. And you saying that you have it harder than them diminishes the hard work that they put in. It diminishes the hours and the effort and the self-control that they had and the commitment that they had because you decided that your problems were bigger than theirs, your obstacles were bigger than theirs. Well, I'm here to let you in on a little secret. Nothing good comes easy. And you can roll your eyes at that, but it's the honest truth. Climbing a mountain may give you one of the biggest senses of accomplishment, if that's a thing of yours, right? Or building a big business or helping a ton of people or helping yourself or getting your own weight off or working out every day or whatever it is, it is your accomplishment. But it did not come easy. That sweat was not easy. That pain was not easy. The commitment to getting up early or to not eating that birthday cake is not easy. So stop sitting around looking at other people saying that they had it easy and you have the reason. You do not have anything other than they just worked harder than you. That's it. There is no magical fairy dust called motivation that you are lacking that they have. They were not more blessed than you were. They just have better work ethic, which lucky for you is able to be developed. So I'll say it again. Motivation is false. It's a fallacy. It's a fairy tale. It's a lie. It was fed to us. We believed it and we ran with it because it's so much easier to say I'm not motivated than it is to say that I'm just lazy. I'm just not doing the work. I just keep eating french fries when I said I wouldn't. I just keep canceling on my trainer even though I said I want a six pack. And I'll tell you something. I'll be vulnerable with you every day of the week, twice on Sundays, and you're lucky today's Sunday. I can sit around and complain that my arms are a little flabby. I mean, guys, I lost 60 pounds, okay? My arms are a little flabby. My thighs touch. I have a 
hip dip, they call it. Apparently that's in this summer. So apparently my body's in, which is so nice. Thank you very much. But a hip dip is where your hips dip in and then your thighs dip out. I don't like it, but I obviously don't not like it enough to do something about it. I had hired a trainer back in 2019. I worked out for a good solid like nine months, guys. I was very connected to doing it, okay? Not motivated, committed, connected. I was there. I was doing the work. And then I had a surgery in February of 2020. And that March, as I was recovering, everyone went into quarantine. And that was the end of that. Now, could I have worked out on my own after I was cleared by my doctor to work out? Absolutely. Did I suddenly have a lot more time on my hands because all my kids were home and I could just go walking around in my pajamas up and down the hills in my neighborhood? I definitely could have. I could have messaged my personal trainer and paid her for a set of instructions for what workouts to do by myself. And did I? No, ma'am, I did not. Why? Not because I wasn't motivated, because it obviously doesn't bother me enough to do something about it. I wasn't committed anymore. I was committed and it ran out and I stopped being committed. And I was obviously okay enough looking the way I do or did, because if I didn't like it enough, I would have done something about it. So if you don't like where you are, enough to do something about it, then you know you don't need motivation. You just need sheer desire. But if you keep complaining about your body or your weight or how your clothes don't fit or being out of breath or having high blood pressure or not having enough money for things or not having the growth that you wanted in your life, but yet you don't do anything about it, it's not because you weren't motivated. Stop using that as a cop-out. Stop using that as a fallback. You're just not doing the work when everybody else is. Straight up facts. And again, you might be like, I'm going to shut this crap off right about now because she doesn't know. I don't have to sit here and tell you about all the hard things I've gone through in my life because my hard stuff is different than your hard stuff. But trust me, like I said before, everybody has hard stuff. Stop comparing your hard stuff to their hard stuff. Everybody's tired. Everybody's having a hard life right now. And some people are freaking killing it because of their commitment, not because of their motivation. You tell me I lost my passion. I lost my motivation. Are you looking for it? Where are you looking for it? I just don't know. Are we going on a scavenger hunt trying to find the reason why you want to change your life? I cannot sit around trying to convince you why you want your best life. It literally makes me insane when people say they want one thing, but then do zero action to go after it. Like I'll simplify this down for you, okay? Imagine you walk into your kitchen and you're like, damn it, it is so messy in here. And every single day you're like, why is it so messy in here? But you don't wash your dishes, you don't take out your garbage and you don't put away your groceries. You have zero right to complain about the kitchen being messy when the responsibility of changing that relies on you or hire a housekeeper or ask someone to help you. Do something, but you can't sit around waiting to be motivated to clean your kitchen. No one's freaking motivated to clean their kitchen. They do it because it's part of what you do. It's part of your responsibilities. It's part of life. So if you said that you were going to grow a big business or you were going to lose your weight, now listen, you can ask someone for some guidance. That's what I do as a coach. You can ask someone to remind you of what it was that you said in the beginning of when you were super excited and you have that cake in front of you and you can message your coach and be like, hey, 
I know this is not like all on you, but can you give me an inspirational speech? But if you keep needing inspirational speeches to go after your best life, why is that my job? Why is it my job to convince you that you want something amazing? It's my job to go after what I want that's amazing. I'm not here to drag you. You need to get on that train, girl. You need to get on that train. You need to start running. You need to start doing it. No one here is going to want your best life more than you want your best life. And if someone is convincing you that you want it, then you don't actually want it bad enough. I have to sit here and tell you how amazing it's going to be not to have type 2 diabetes. I have to sit around and tell you how amazing it's going to be not to be stressed out about finances. Just post. Just talk to people. Just don't eat the things. Oh my God, it's hard. I know. I lost 60 pounds. I know it's hard. I know it's hard to talk to people. I would much rather be, you know, swinging uh, in some park, talking to monkeys and, and, you know, reading my favorite books, listening to my favorite music. You think I don't want to eat ice cream? I do. Most of the time I say no to it because it's just not there for my goals. It's just not running with the commitment that I made for myself. And y'all are extremely uncomfortable hearing this, but it's the honest truth. Who's going to fight for your dreams more than you are? Not me. If I'm the only one fighting for your dreams and you shouldn't be, that's not your dream then. Whew. Listen, momentum's real. You can create momentum. Have a win after a win, a great way in after a great way in will keep you going. It will keep you committed. Not having good weigh-ins is not losing motivation. It's just like veering off from that commitment. It's distracting you from the goal. You didn't lose motivation because you never had it to begin with. It's not some fancy gland that some people were born with and some people weren't. I'll tell you what else is real. Hope is real. Imagining the life on the other side, imagining what it would look like to lose that weight or build that business or create that relationship or get that job. Hope is real. You can get yourself, you can get those juices flowing. You can get that commitment going to do the hard work when you can imagine what your body's going to look like after you train for that 5K. You can imagine what your bank account is going to look like when you land that dream job and it will keep you committed to showing up to class in school. But it's not motivation that gets you up at 5 a.m. to go to the gym. Motivation is just not real. Hope is real. Momentum is real. Desire is real. Getting away from discomfort is real. Even adrenaline is real. That adrenaline rush of having that win definitely doesn't last long. But you could jump from adrenaline to adrenaline. could talk about that another time. I don't think it's the greatest thing. But, you know, that adrenaline rush of, oh, my God, I can do this. It's not motivation. I mean, the chicken did not cross the road because he was motivated to cross the road. He crossed that road either A, because he was committed to crossing all the roads, or B, because there was something on the other side that he freaking wanted more than staying on the other side of the road. And so he got up in there in that traffic and crossed it. He wasn't motivated. No one does anything for motivation. They do things for hope and momentum and desire or getting away from something, or going towards something. It has to be something real on the other side. It can't just be motivation. There has to be some carrot there that you will work come hell or high water, rain or shine. Desire is strong or desire is low. If you're committed to something, you're going to make it happen. And I can't be here convincing you. I mean, how many motivational speeches am I going to give you until we both realize that there's no such thing as motivation and there's only such a thing as commitment? Determination. It's not motivation, it's determination. You know, it's so easy to blame a lack of motivation because 
I mean, it's as real as immortality and people are hoping that that, oh, maybe I'll just live forever. How many of you have said that? It's like one of the dumbest things we say. We know for a fact people die and yet we're still like, we're still so hung up on the idea that maybe we'll be the one to like outrun this sand of life that eventually runs out. That's how real motivation is. It's as real as immortality. And it's easy to say, oh, I just wasn't motivated because society's convinced you that, you know, you're sitting here obese because you just weren't motivated to make change. And if you really knew the dangers of obesity, you wouldn't be there. If you really knew addictive, how addictive sugar was, you'd be a lot more careful. I'm not saying never to eat it. I'm just saying you'd be more careful. You don't get motivated not to eat sugar. You get determined. And you can't rely on it, clearly, because you get that adrenaline rush of what you want to call motivation. In the very beginning, you see someone with that really hot body and that round butt and the beautiful thighs, and you're like, damn, if I could just look like that. And you get super motivated, and you buy the weights, and you buy the treadmill, and you buy the Peloton, and then it slips through your fingers like freaking sand, and then it's gone. It's gone before you know it. It lasts as long as an ice cube can last out in the middle of Florida. It just, it's gone. You can't rely on motivation. Stop saying it. I'm just not motivated. Well, yeah, of course not. You don't even have it to begin with. You could rely on commitment. You can rely on hard work. You can rely on focus. There's a lot of things you can rely on. But sitting around relying on the fallacy of motivation is not going to get you anywhere. Motivation is wishful thinking. It's like, it's like people who think they're going to win the lottery. Relying on motivation and saying you have motivation and making lists of what you're motivated for is like buying a lottery ticket. The chances are like one in a billion of you winning that big mega millions. I just don't know many people who have built their best life on motivation, but I know a hell of a lot of people who have changed their lives on commitment. That lasts a lot longer. It lasts a lot longer than simply being motivated. Commitment to getting up every day and doing the work is not glorified. It's not pretty. It hurts. Your muscles are going to ache. Your brain might hurt a little bit. You might cry. You might get emotionally drained, but you show up every damn day because you said you would, not because you are motivated to. Are you always motivated to go to work? Oh, I'm so motivated. No one says that. They show up because their paycheck relies on it because their boss would fire them otherwise. But y'all make excuses for your dreams your dream body, your dream paycheck, your dream job, your dream everything, your dream relationships, your dream status, your dream rank, because you weren't motivated. But you show up to that other job where you know your boss isn't even that nice to you because you have to. Well, if you looked at your dreams like you had to, you wouldn't keep excusing yourself out of them, away from them. You wouldn't keep pulling yourself up. Well, I have family over. I'm just scared to post. I just don't know if I really want it. I'm just not, I lost my passion it just runs dry. Motivation runs dry. You need commitment. Even when you're not ready, you need to commit because no one's ever really ready. No one is ever really ready to jump into that fear and make massive change. And if you are ready, you've way overthunk it. You overthunk it for 20 years. You just got to sometimes do it. You got to jump and then create the net at the end. You will get caught because you'll have no other way. You'll have to create the net. You need to commit. And you know what else? You can control your mind. Stop letting your mind control you. You wake up in the morning, you're like, oh, I'm just, not, I'm just not motivated. That's your mind controlling you. You're going to let your mind be in control? Your mind thinks the dumbest things sometimes. I mean, if it doesn't, uh, maybe I'm the only one. But I mean, we all think some really stupid stuff sometimes. <laughs> 
you going to let that brain control what you do? Or are you going to focus on positive thinking to show your brain who's boss? Right? You can have a desire for more. And then you can set yourself up in place to be committed to going after it. Oh, I just didn't feel like it. Okay, well, I didn't feel like paying you then. I didn't feel like you having a really good weigh-in because you didn't feel like eating well that week. And listen, I know it's more complicated than that. Trust me, a lot of people have real issues with food. Again, we can like, you know, go after society with that too. I mean, there's trauma. There's so many things, you guys. I get it. This is a very dumbed down version of what real life can look like. But people who sit around blaming their trauma instead of going to therapy and get, getting a glimpse of what healing can look like, we're, we're two different breeds. We're just two different kinds of breeds of people. There's some people who love to play victim and sit around and talk about all the terrible things that happened to them. And then there's the people who talk about it in therapy. And they will spend any money. They will spend any money to get through those feelings and find some healing on the end of it. And I know because I'm that person. There's so many easy things to be victim about. Oh my God, this happened to me and that happened to me and I have this and I have that. Or I could say, yeah, well, that is definitely some, like some curveball that got thrown at me, but I'm going to figure out how to get out of it. I'm going to figure out how to get better. I'm going to figure out how, you know, is it always happy? Is it always easy to feel happy? No. And even if I'm not feeling happy that day, I still made a commitment to show up. It's just a, it's just a, it's a paradigm shift. It's the way you look at it. It's the excuse you give yourself or the reason you don't give yourself that excuse. You have to have a desire for more. If your desire for more is strong enough, you'll do anything. You'll put in the time. You'll put in the effort. You'll stop making excuses. You'll stop blaming all the, the hormone shifts and the weather and your husband and the dog got out. Like, I mean, the things I've heard. I have seen people go through some hard-ass life and still show up. We have a coach that we work with who is going through chemo and is building an amazing business. And then we have, we have people who, for no reason at all, no apparent reason, I'm sure they have a reason, but no apparent reason, just completely fall off the face of the earth. What happened to your desire for that best life that you so thoroughly described to me? I just don't get it. So I have a question. Ask yourself this. Is sitting around waiting to feel motivated hindering you from living your best life? And if it is, are you willing to stop being motivated and just get yourself into commitment? You might hate me after this and I'm okay with that because sometimes we need to hear hard things so that we can do the hard things so that we can have the best life that we so thoroughly deserve because we get one chance at this, guys. One chance today you will never see again. What did you do with today? And I'm not saying that I work all the time. No, I am up to date with Chicago Fire and Chicago PD just like the rest of you. But I worked before I watched that. I made sure that what I ate today was good for where I'm going. Not that food is good or bad, but my goals, what was good for me today is what I did. Did I drink my water? Did I take my vitamins? Do you have to be motivated to take medication when you have strep? You know what? Yeah, I'm just not motivated to take my antibiotics. Well, your throat hurts. Do you have to feel motivated to take good care of yourself like that? No, you're going to take your medication even if you don't like swallowing pills because you have a strong desire to not have your throat hurt or die from having strep for too long. Right? 
Do I have to motivate you not to walk into oncoming traffic? Dude, you really shouldn't do that today. And listen, I know that people struggle with suicidal thoughts and I'm not going down that road in the slightest. I am not a therapist and I'm not a, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not belittling that. I respect that. So let's not go down that road. I'm talking about the people who don't have those thoughts. Do I have to sit there and motivate you not to do it? No. You know how not to walk into oncoming traffic because you have a strong desire to stay alive. Do you have a strong desire to live your best life? I don't know what that looks like for you. It might be going to college. It might be working your, you know, a job somewhere. It might be, you know, uh, owning a landscaping business. It might be being a health coach. It might be losing 20 pounds. It might be gaining some weight. I don't know where you're at. I don't even know who you are. Maybe I do, maybe I don't. I don't know who my listeners are. I'd love to get to know you. Leave me a five-star rating. <laughs> Tag me on Instagram and I would get to know you for sure because I would absolutely love that. But I don't know where you are. I don't know where what I'm saying right now is hitting deep, but wherever it stung a little is probably where you need to get a little bit more developed in commitment. And I'm not saying to work all day and I'm not saying to stress yourself out and I'm not saying to overwhelm yourself with all the things. I'm just saying, what are you committed to? And why do I have to convince you that you want it? Thank you for listening. I hope that you loved today's episode. Please do the following things. Share this all over your social media. Subscribe to my podcast and leave me a five-star rating. Till next time.